0: podcast
1: this is the blockade pinball podcast i'm your host chris freebus aka shut your trap joining me as always halfway across the world is jared morgan hey everyone how are you going today (laughs) uh if you're wondering why it looks like jared is in a smoke cloud uh it's you know the world turns and uh the sun sets in different areas or rises in different ways and uh right now it's blasting through jared's window
0: yeah, so even with the blockout blind down, it looks like I'm all washed out and I'm in a haze. Which, I mean, I'm in a haze a fair bit, but uh, it's just happens to also be shown on screen today.
1: Right. You know. No, this is not the 420 episode. Uh- <laughs> no, this is not the 420. <laughs> no, it's not. No. <laughs> so, I was having a, a good go of it yesterday. Um, yesterday was April Fool's. Uh, oh, episode. right.
0: Yes, yeah, shenanigans. And shenanigans,
1: and I was in the park. And,
0: oh um, yes! What I a just, great
1: time to do it! Right, I decided I was going to mess with some people. So
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's two parks: there's Disneyland and there's California Adventure. And over in California Adventure, they have this theater that they it's called the Hyperion, and they used to have an Aladdin show. They used to uh, they recently had a Frozen show that they've shut down, but it's like you know a 45 minute theatrical production, right? Um, that people rather That's enjoy. Pretty cool. But since coming back from the uh, uh, from the shutdown, that hasn't been up. And so people have been wondering, oh, when's when's the new show going to go in there? So mm. yesterday, <laughs> I was asking people if they were visiting both parks or just the one. And uh, since I was over on Disneyland's side, it didn't really matter what their answer was. I was going to have the same joke with them. But All right. if they said no, they weren't. Or, oh, yeah, we're going there later. I was like, oh you got to understand, today, they just installed in the Hyperion Theater, Hamilton. Oh. <laughs> That's a good troll. There wasn't a single was person, oh, Really? There was not a single person that went, shut up. You got, no, it's yeah. April. F-. Nope. I got, no way. Really? And then I broke their hearts. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> <laughs> and your approval rating went down. <laughs> there, well, there was one gal who was super excited and her boyfriend was like no really and i thought oh they're both gonna hate me and so then i said ah april fools yeah. and the girl was like
2: no i got my up just then
1: and the boyfriend was like oh thank god i hate that show <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh that would be fun so you have you been walking around um the um
1: galaxy's edge not yep. yet I'm- um okay i have uh, one more week of uh, Basically, being my normal routine, and then the week after that, I just got the new schedule, and I'm four out of five days on a different planet. So, yeah, wow, that's wicked. Yes,
0: yeah, I can't wait to hear. So, I'm all, I'm, what I'm that's currently
1: like. uh, reading up on a comic book that was all about the land. I've got some library books checked out that are based on the land, just so I can truly understand the lore.
0: So you can actually throw that through because I think, like, even though you're taking photos of people, you're still in character. Yep. Everyone is in character there. Yep. So you yep. kind of because do need to know the backstory. Me,
1: if somebody asks me where the ride is, it's like, ride? What are you talking The ride. About? Are you talking about, well, yeah, the Millennium Falcon's over there way. I? You, you can go over there and check that out. People understand, oh, oh that's what I'm going to, gotcha, you know. Um, right. Yeah. But yeah, you're not supposed to be like, because people- This is a theme park. If, or, <laughs> well, people will come up to you and they'll be like, where's Haunted Mansion? And you're like, I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> There's nothing haunted mm. on this planet. I've heard, right. though, if you go off-planet, that like that port over that direction, and you go off-planet, yeah, there's some big, like, white, spooky house. Yeah, go there, you know. So. All
0: oh, right, so it's... it's, it's you got to give a direction, innovative.
1: but you got to stay in character. All oh, right.
0: You can't break the illusion.
1: You're not supposed to break the illusion.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. If you're doing your job right.
1: There's some people that will look at you and just be like, Dude... Come on,
0: just just where is it? Like, could you give me yeah. discreet directions? I know you're in
1: character. Could you please just give me the info? Yes, and, but then you're yeah, gonna get yes, people sir. that are decked out head to toe in Star Wars gear. Those are the people you really get to mess with. So, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It'll be good. The, the fact
0: that they come in cosplay to the to the uh, the actual park is pretty cool.
1: Well, what I'm really looking forward to is because uh, I will be installed i don't know if the i should look real quick see if the date lines up for me here let, mm. me, let me look one second uh oh it will sweet so may the fourth may 4th it's a wednesday i will be working that day whether i'm oh. in that land or not i hope to god i am because that day oh. will
0: be nuts huge people. yeah yeah that's gonna be really cool man it will be i'm, I'm looking forward to i'm it. very 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 much looking forward to you sharing more about what that's like on the show
1: yeah So, what are we talking about today, Jared? (laughs) Uh,
0: Mm. Probably some digital pinball that's been released recently. Probably, yeah. We could talk Um, about
1: that. Apparently people are really looking forward to hearing uh, what we have to say, because you and I have been kind of quiet on the socials.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we we have. I've been staying away from them. Um, Because, one, I've been busy like we always are. Yes. Because, you know. We got we got those pesky responsibilities like work and stuff, um, but also because, well, I don't know. I don't really want to get involved in the drama. Um, but with saying that, I'm happy to talk about some of it now. <laughs> <laughs> <I> will, <laughs> so I've been I'm... saving up saving up my energy for the show, but I I find I'm really running out of energy for drama on social media and stuff right. like that. I'm, it's just. It's really draining me at the moment, so right. I try and keep myself away from that as much as I can.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh...
0: You I haven't been, though.
1: No. <laughs> Two. So that's part of it. Um, the other part why we were kind of quiet... Uh, so we have had access to the early access beta. Um, I think it's we actually got it, more like the alpha. Or the alpha. Yeah, the alpha. Um, yeah. Yeah. We were involved with it, what, the first, second week of March, somewhere around there?
0: I think it was about then, yeah. Yeah. It um, was early, like as early as they could right. give us access to a build that was stable enough to yeah. use.
1: So, to say yeah. the least, we've had to keep our mouth shut. <laughs> we can't yeah. talk about it. So, it makes it really difficult when everybody's speculating on the videos that they've seen and everything to. I can't say anything um, until it actually released. And so, obviously, mm. the game just released. Now we can talk about it. Um, but then it was, well, we're just going to talk about it on the show. Why do I want to, you know, spoil on the show? On the yeah, that's right. You know, you, you guys can wait and hear it from our mouths and... Uh, exactly. Exactly, do it that way. So and come and visit the YouTube channel, you know, and exa- say yeah, hello. Visit that YouTube you know? channel. We <laughs> like people
0: commenting on our videos and interacting. It's really cool.
1: Yes. So, that's uh, that's what the primary uh, bit of business is going to be today. Um, quick shout out to our winners of the Rollers of the Realm codes. Uh, really appreciate you guys. Uh, man, right at 9am, I had emails, uh, you know, with our two phrases, driveway cheese and pinball is fun. So, appreciate uh, those of you that entered and got the codes. So, enjoy those codes. and uh, you know, Rollers of
0: the Realm. It's a great game. You're yep. going to love it. Um, and it's got replay value. The first one's got replay value. I can't wait to see what they do with the second one. So Yeah, I, have uh, to, uh, yeah. I,
1: I noticed something the other day, Jared. Uh, the beta build that we have of Reunion, we got an update. I didn't... Oh, oh did it? <laughs> well, it showed there was an update queued. It didn't download for me yet, so Ooh. I don't know if we have access to that. I didn't try. I was kind of busy testing out something that. else for this show.
0: Uh... Uh, yeah, I, I haven't <laughs> opened Steam for a while yeah um so yeah i'll we'll have to check that out that'd be exciting
1: all right so i guess we'll dive right in let's do it so what were we talking about obviously we were talking about uh, pinball effects early access on epic that dropped on the 31st lots of people were waiting for the 8 a.m my time <laughs> release of it um and it was kind of funny because on discord there was like I'm at 20% right now and seeing who was going to be the first one to actually crack over oh, there the There were people actually having a download race. Oh yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty funny. much. It was kind of funny. Um, so it was, funny. it was great on that aspect to see people hyped and... Uh, keen to get into it. Right. Um, mm. I myself, I knew I wasn't going to be able to download it anytime soon. I mean, like that day I was at work. By the time I got home, I had dinner, spent some time with my kid. I literally had time to download the actual game uh, and then I was too sleep. I didn't even get to fire it up. So yeah. Um, and by that a, point, plenty I'm, of people had already, you know, dealt with it, done it.
0: Yeah. I was from the future, so I was able to to install it my daytime and you know get it all set up and loaded and all that, and uh, have a bit of a, a couple of games on it. Um, just the the free ones that right. were on rotation because I hadn't got the entitlement sorted out yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know. I that.
1: felt like, though, I already had, having had the alpha build, um, for the most part, what you guys are seeing now is exactly what we had access to in terms of what functions are available and features yeah. were playable. Uh, it wasn't like, you know, there's we nothing more in there that we seen. Like that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. There's um, none of that yet. It was so just what,
0: what everyone else is seeing now. The
1: main primary difference is the uh, performance optimizations. Um, mm. that did transpire, um, and some of the bugs that were very apparent. Um, yeah, th- those are basically the main differences. So for the most part, it was like I already knew what to expect. Um, mm. so then once it loaded up, it was just a matter of like, hey, did this get tweaked? Did this get fixed? Is there anything new that I should be you know looking for? Um, yeah, Jared, I want you to just uh, I don't know I could I could start even if you want me to, but. Mm a couple of words that just sum up your feelings about what you've seen so far. Do you want me to go first, or uh, do you want to take it?
0: Yeah, you go first. Okay. I'll follow you.
1: All right. My summation of the current early access of Pinball FX. Underwhelmed. Disappointed. Right. Jared, your turn.
0: (laughs) Uh, Summing up in a few words is hard, because I haven't thought about those words, but... Um, I'd say room for improvement, a good start. Okay. Hmm.
1: So you may be asking why those two words for myself. We're going to give you a whole bunch of reasons throughout this. But Hmm. I think with underwhelmed, I quite honestly was hoping for some noticeable improvements especially when it comes to playing zen originals with william physics i mm. was expecting a big jump in how the tables play because there's a very obvious difference when you play william's tables with zen physics william's tables with william's physics it's pretty yeah. noticeable the the the, the difference Yes. I literally, on some of these tables, was playing it and going, is it different? And then loading up FX3 and playing that version, going, I guess it is. That wasn't the right. case with all the tables, but a lot of them it was. And that's where that's where the underwhelming comes. I just kind of was like, ugh, why is it not more noticeable? Um, a little bit also that went into that with the lighting on certain tables very much the case where i was just completely underwhelmed by what happened um mm. i think in general i i was wishing that the fact that they were having to go and redo all these tables i felt it was the perfect opportunity to correct some things um mm. r- you know <laughs> retcon some some things that they probably were like hey, it's not Worth it for us to go back in and do this, but when you're doing a fresh build, you know, now's the time when you have the resources allocated, so do it then. And so, I'm mm. and I'll, I'll get into details on, on what I was expecting on some of those things. And who knows? Again, I keep on reminding myself it's early access, there's plenty of it time is. for them to change things. You've got, you've
0: got to keep saying this. I know it's sort of like we've been waiting now for oh, it's a number of years now, yes, for, for this to come out. So, I think there's a lot of people potentially us included to an extent are probably having higher expectations than what we need to really have for what is an early access of a brand new platform. Yeah. Um, But it's really tough to actually filter out because as you say, it's, it's sort of been a long time and there's sort of expectations around time elapsed versus quality. Mm-hmm. And I I don't think the, the problem with that analogy is that while a lot of time has been uh, has elapsed, a lot of that time has been literally just negotiation time.
1: Yeah,
0: um, trying to get the platform organised and everything, not active development. Um, so that there are I guess caveats when we're looking at you know time elapsed versus um, actual development time on the platform. Right, um, and I think to your point on the 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 Williams physics being stronger or weaker, I've got a feeling that they're probably maybe they've got to the point where it's on all tables and it's finalised, but I'd say it's probably not. Um, I would say that this is the first time we've seen the updated Williams physics from Deep. And as as early access is, I think that they're probably awaiting feedback to finalize the tuning on that early access. Yeah, so um, I would say,
1: and there's been this discussion where people are like, "Look, physics are physics; they can be it's universally applied across the table." And I think we've talked about this too before. Um, We have where it's like, "Yes, but then there's table specific things." yeah. Too many. And the reason why I point this out, specifically with the physics, Star Wars droids, good lord, the physics are fantastic. Mm. Love them. Just droids, I had the reaction that I was hoping for, where I went, right. yes, that's William's physics on a Zen original. Just right. played fast, played bouncy, um, the, the but the ball still had weight. It was doing really ball is wild things
0: yeah i was gonna say that's my impression of that table as well it's is wild everywhere like and, and that's
1: legitimately that's what i'm after ball is wild that's all i can yep. that's what in my head cues me that's what you're too.
0: always asking for is the ball wild yes, yes or mm, not really yes. or no
1: so yeah. uh droids nailed it wild west rampage nailed it yeah, that's but then,
0: vastly improved.
1: Yeah, but then I go and I pop in like on solo and I just kinda go, is there a difference? Yeah,
0: that wasn't really <laughs> apparent, eh? Like no. I didn't get a lot of a lot of randomness to the ball on that table, which no. makes me think they just haven't quite got the tuning in. Yeah. Um, maybe. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It was like mm, not seeing it there. Right.
1: So that's where I, I, I agree that there's still I think some tuning that can go in. Um, yeah and fix some things uh I know we're diving right in but uh we're we're gonna dive mm. right in. let's we can discuss physics for a little bit here um the yeah. other thing that disappointed me with what I was seeing was the flipper angle it's still just a steep on
0: on williams on the
1: no 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 okay so for those that don't understand uh with williams physics on Williams tables. The flippers have a shallower angle, uh, start angle, Mm -hmm. which makes catching the ball much more difficult. If you play with Zen physics, the angle is a little bit steeper. I mean, it's a little bit enough that catching the ball is relatively easy. On Zen original tables, they all take that steeper angle. Right. Even
0: though they have the physics applied, the flippers
1: haven't actually been changed Exactly. Also, their flipper gap is quite narrow. As opposed to Williams, yeah. where the flipper gap is much wider. Now, I didn't yes. expect them to widen the flipper gap because that would have changed physics on the table. All or, or yeah, that would have had not to physics, completely redesign the lower be. third. Yeah, yeah, it would have. Yeah, they would have completely had to redesign that. So, I wasn't expecting that, but I was expecting the the flippers to not be quite so severe because that plays into the ball is wild aspect because you have a harder time catching the ball,
0: controlling it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Exactly.
1: Um, so, whether or not they'll continue to Alter that? I don't know. Um, I was kind of surprised that there's not... There's not an option to go play basic Zen physics on Zen Originals.
0: Um, Yeah, that's right. So it's only gameplay now, is it, that they've changed? Yeah, the the only thing you
1: can change is whether you do power-ups. Power-ups. But the actual physics are uniform across. The Williams ones... Interestingly enough, I think that you can ch- pick between the two, still.
0: Hmm. I didn't actually experiment with this. Caveat: I, I only got real access to the game yesterday, so I had to race through yeah. playing the game. Like, yeah, me too. I was up until like ten thirty last night trying to squeeze <laughs> in some gameplay. You know, um, so I didn't really fully explore that. So right. I'm gonna have to go back and check that. Eh. Um,
1: you'll notice also. Uh podcast or two ago we were complaining about the naming of
0: the naming of the modes yes
1: this is specifically why we're going into that because it it, I was so disappointed when I first time I loaded up the the alpha Mm. where it's like okay so you can play classic physics which is the name for Williams physics or you can play arcade which is the name for playing with the power-ups. Yeah. But if I was in an arcade, that would be I'd be, be playing the arcade. Physics. They're using arcade in terms of a driving sim, where there's arcade physics, which means more fun, versus yeah. sim physics for a racing game, where it's dialed into what, how a car actually reacts. And that's always bugged me, this flip-flop of <sighs> terminology.
0: And Honestly, I, change classic to simulation, you solve the problem. Yes, like, just change that word. It's it's easy to change. It makes it like, clear it's, as a bell. Yep. Yeah. Sim simulation. That's the word you want to use instead of classic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um so those were those were that's kind of where my underwhelming aspect goes. It, it's it's mm. the physics aren't what I was hoping for. Um yet. yet and I hope that they can change. Um there is all sorts of little changes that i feel uh that can be made but let's do a change of tune here cuz mm. there yeah for my end there's going to be a lot of negatives folks <laughs> yeah but let's talk about some positives yeah. uh jared let, let me let you start off with what are some of the uh, key positives that you uh, see that are that you feel are definite improvements that are like yes they put that in
0: yeah so i've definitely noticed the uh, improvements to um, the environmental effects in the game. So, okay. you know, you've get, you have get in certain views now fully moving interactive environments that are around the pinball table. They're not stat- static anymore. Um, there's life to them. Um, and, you know, some people who are using cabinet mode, they won't care at all about this, and that's fine. But for those people who are playing it like a, um, you know, a console game on their TV, on widescreen. There's a lot more going on around the table now, and that's pretty cool. Um, actually, in the play field, so, you know, the life under the glass aspect of it, um, there's certain effects now that have been upscaled. So uh, one such example that really s- stood out for me was when you destroy the castle with the enhanced visual effects on. Um, you've got particle effects now for the explosions, they, they look like real explosions going off in the castle, not just animated explosions. They look really cool. Um, another one was on um, Monster Bash, where the two lightning the arc. sparks. Yeah, the arc is going between the two um, balls, the flash of bulbs. That's got some really good light casting on it now, and it looks actually like the intensity of an electrical I was going to say,
1: that's the key on that one, is it's not mm. just a white light it is a hard flash
0: like it's a hard flash radiating flash
1: yeah it's the, it's the kind that makes you kind of wince almost and, and yeah. I love that look that is fantastic on the look I got strobe multiball on attack from oh, Mars now, yeah you guys that have watched this show know that <laughs> strobe multiball is a bugaboo of mine
0: yes it is.
1: Um, is I've got a just a real stick up the butt about it <laughs> it was a,
0: ever since Farsight Sight put out. Yep. Um, Attack from Mars. It's been a point of contention for you.
1: Yes, and equally point of contention, which isn't yet in the game. Uh, Circus Voltaire. When you do Neon Multiball, it's the exact same. Oh effect. yes. Should ha- should be the exact same effect. And yes. that is, especially with strobe. You know, those those are those intense flashers, and mm-hmm. they should be just. They should be intense. They should yeah, make you win. a, little, a little overwhelming. Bit. Yeah. Very good job. Just like the arc. Oh, really? Very good on what that strobing is. Yeah. Excellent. But, you knew this was coming. There's always a but. But, the lower play field is still completely visible. I can still totally see the ball hitting my flippers. Right. And anybody that has played a real Attack from Mars in a dark room environment knows that is not the case. That is not the point of strobe multiball because what is the point is simply to hit the you have kind of infinite balls for a little while and it's to just hit the middle target why would that be a difficult because you can't see your freaking ball because the strobe is pummeling your eyes and it's dark down by your flippers yes no flippers are even though all the GI lighting is off you can still see everything perfectly fine because the environment is still too bright now interestingly enough not all room environments for all the Williams tables are the same if you load up Theater of Magic, the room is noticeably darker for Theater of Magic. Mm. You put up a side-by-side of the two, it's noticeably darker. All I'm asking is for Zen to, when multiball hits, do what they did in Son of Zeus. Darken the crap out of everything. Turn off yep. all the lights. That's all yep. I'm asking. Once the mode is over, turn the lights back on. Yep. But make that mode what it is intended to be by the designers. That's all I'm to Yeah, asking. I
0: would agree. I, it needs to be right, and like as we've seen with all the you know the the effects that I've touched on just then, there's more in there. But yeah. they have the ability to do it now. I don't know yeah. if they did have the ability to do it with the PX engine, but with Unreal. Yeah. They they can do it now.
1: Something else, just a side note to, that relates to that, that I've noticed. Um, the ball, no matter where it goes on a table, maintains the same intensity. Oh, okay. okay. So, so even, though, even though it might have true ball reflection going on, and this is not... On some tables, the ball looks really shiny. On some tables, the ball looks kind of dull. It's kind of weird how it'll shift.
0: Yeah, I've um, noticed that too. Sometimes it actually looks like a Powerball as yes. well. It's got a real ceramic look to it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is odd.
1: But I was watching it as it passed through dark sections of a table where GI lighting isn't, and the ball never loses its intensity. And instead oh, it just it should... stays that white
0: orb yep. or that silver orb. Yep. It doesn't dull. When it goes through dark patches of the play
1: field. And I would... Eh. I get it for video game play, ease of sight, I understand. Yeah, But for simulation purposes and realism, I want that to be an option to be able to... to I guess what I'm asking for is I want an option to just put on full room simulation. Mm. That would take out... So you're not going to have score pop-ups. You're not going to have ball trails. You're going to have yeah. environmental room lighting that affects what the play field looks like, and all of it is going to affect shadow of the ball itself.
0: Yep. So would you, as part of that that particular setting, would you also deliberately turn off enhanced effects as well? Or would you leave the option for those to be on or off to make a true simulation, like, I'm just playing this game as it would be in the arcade without any fanciness?
1: For Williams' stuff, yes. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you can't turn them off for, for Zen. But for no. Williams, yeah,
0: yep, everything goes off. Yep, room goes dark. Yep. Like you're playing it in your in your basement. Yep, um, and you're just relying on the general illumination of the game yep. to cast light. Yep, yeah, I think that's probably the way to go. Like, uh, I think it would definitely make the experience of playing the Williams tables more immersive.
1: I think. And, and I especially want this when cabinet mode comes. For a cabinet yeah. mode, that is, again, there you're not seeing, like you said, you're not seeing outside the, the table. No. So it becomes entirely what's on the playfield. And if we're basing everything yeah. that's entirely off the playfield, then I want that playfield to look as good and real as possible, uh, which is what all the, uh, the, the 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 name's slipping me.
0: So <laughs> correct. Uh, what are you talking about? I don't
1: know. You know, the pirated PC game that everybody does. Um, or the... the uh, oh, Pinball. Visual pin Effects. Visual no. effects. Or, yeah. Is that right? No. Pinball Effects. No, that's the name. God damn it. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> VPX. VPX. God.
0: I'm Something like... with X in it. Right? Jeez. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, VPX. Those are what, you know, because that's what everybody that plays VPX in cabinet mode is always comparing to is, hey, well, look at how good this is. You know, that's what yeah. I want the comparison to, to shine up against. Um, so, yeah, yeah, when cabinet mode comes, uh, that's what I'd be hoping for. Um, in general, I will say the lighting, though, on these tables looks pretty darn good. Um, yeah. There's a lot of tables where it's absolutely phenomenal and quite noticeable. Again, Attack from Mars there's a in motion in play there's a big difference um, between yeah. it and the, the FX3, FX3 version, version.
0: yeah mm. yeah one um, of the things that I notice that are good and improved um, I think the the way the ball speeds up and slows down around the play field is definitely noticeable as well but <laughs> I had something weird in the alpha going on Oh, no, sorry, not the for the early access, where it felt like on some tables um, it, it got a little bit too fast in points, like to to the point where I couldn't react fast enough to flip when I thought that on a regular table I should have been able to flip and get the ball. Um, so that was a bit odd, and I'm, I don't know whether it's just my particular pc setup or whether it's um got something to do with you know input lag or something yeah. like that but yeah. I, I i can't really put my finger on why it feels like that but it yeah. just doesn't feel like it did in fx3 so i mean okay. it's i i do like the ball speeding up and the fact that it behaves differently as it starts to gain mm-hmm. momentum down mm-hmm. the play field but i think <clears throat> potentially it still needs a little bit of refinement to feel right
1: yeah
0: um but overall, that's that's like while well, I've tempered that with a bit of, oh, it needs improvement, it's still a really nice enhancement to have sure. in the game, like that sort of feeling of speed as the ball starts rocketing towards you, you know? Yeah. It's good.
1: So something else that I liked um, that uh, I hope even gets more improvement, uh, mm. both of us are fans of what they did with the, the what do you call it, the fan room, the fan cave?
0: Oh, yeah, the fan cave. Yeah, the fan cave. Yeah.
1: Because um, we like what they did with Star Wars VR, and again, we said this is very much what Star Wars VR looks like. Um, yes, they did make it in this build uh, with early access. You select a table, it skins the entire table that's there in your room, puts the back box on, yeah, it puts, does, puts the side art on. That's great. My one yeah. little wish is that the DMD would work. Um, that to me, they don't oh, have to. Well, like, right it's in now, track mode. <laughs> what's that?
0: While well, it's in the track mode yes. in the room. yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, like, right now, the glass is over the top, you can't see the playfield. That's fine, because that's obviously why render all that.
0: But yeah. Just, oh, no, they'll probably, they probably will do it. You think? It, like, they did it with um, Star Wars VR, where you could actually see the playfield beneath it. They had, like, this True. sort of, like, a canned image running below the sure. playfield of of lighting just going off. Like, you could see it was clearly an orchestrated thing
1: like the light was cycling in a very Mm -hmm. odd way but it
0: was still there and i I reckon they will do it i
1: just want the dmd to be true attract mode um yeah for that cycling
0: through yeah all the different things
1: reason why i'm saying that there is hope jared and we were promised that we might like this for rom carryover so yeah i scored a high score on getaway um, mm-hmm. It put me at third place on my, you know, local pinball machine. Local, yes, yeah. local score. I went, I played a different machine. I came back and I went, hmm, I wonder, because when you first hit the table to load up, table goes and it's kind of doing the little flyover, right? And you mm-hmm. can see the DMD the entire time. Yeah. Sure enough, there was my score at number three. It remembered it.
0: Ah, I did do that on FX three though. Like, do, if don't, you
1: put your high score in, did it remember that? I in say, don't know. I don't believe it huh. did. Um, it certainly didn't remember if you were Loop Champion or anything, and I haven't oh, okay. gotten Loop Champion on that or Medieval Madness. Again, I'm hoping it remembers those, because if it remembers those, that's great, because now you're competing against yourself.
0: <laughs> yes, and you can get Vault Keys. Yes. Um, oh, yeah,
1: for cracker especially, then you can get Vault Keys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that brings me to a note on Safecracker, and something I've observed... With a lot of the Williams tables, that they seem to suffer a lot more from performance issues than the Zen tables. And like in SafeCracker, when I'm so I was originally running the game at um, sort of 4K, um, and the Zen tables would play fine, but the Williams tables struggled at at 4K. Like they were really chugging um, to the point where everything looked sort of blurry and low res um the the play fields at least and um on safecracker things like um ball movement was slowed um or like quite janky compared to zen tables um like the zen originals even things like pop-up scores had aliasing around them and stuff like that which is really weird um i don't know why it was like that because i mean the pop-up scores aren't I would imagine an overlay over yeah. all the tables, but they look different. Yeah, um, and yeah, it just seemed like uh, there was some texture problems I noted on on cracker as well, like the pop bumper skirts and stuff. They were like donuts; um, <laughs> they looked like <laughs> little donuts rather than skirts. And textures, there was some missing texture. So you know, usual early access things. They're probably still patching the right. the um, the the assets, but I did notice. The thing that I would like them to take a look at is the the performance of of the Williams tables.
1: So yeah, uh, again, so when it comes to what we were seeing in the alpha, we didn't have access to any of the Williams tables. Um, no, those weren't those weren't made available. Uh, so what we're seeing in early access is the same thing that you guys are seeing in early access. Um, yeah. So that's all that's all new to us with the alpha build. There were some tables, Curse of the Mummy, literally, if it was the first table I loaded up, it played it in slow motion. Mm. Uh, I only had one occasion where I loaded it up and it played at speed. Um, Mm -hmm. The other thing was, after I played, say, 10 tables, other tables after that would now start feeling slow and janky. And then I'd go back and play the table that I'd already knew played at a high frame rate. And it was now slow and janky. So Mm. I don't know if the game itself is keeping all the tables in a perpetual state. And so the more you've opened up, the more it clogs things down. Um, Oh, yeah.
0: I don't mm. think it would. But there's something going on there from a performance tuning perspective
1: that they're going to need to address. Oh, Um, (laughs) there's where another disappointment is. Oh, the performance right now is dreadful. It's not great.
0: It's, it's not great. It's playable if you drop your resolution down enough. Yeah, but it's there's definitely a large room for improvement there, which so, is why my comment of room for improvement.
1: So I think let's take this opportunity to just describe the rigs that we're running because this does play a yeah. factor. Yeah, um, always your yes. your system so,
0: configuration is the thing.
1: So you guys know what I'm playing on. Um, my chip is <clears> Intel <throat> i5 8400 CPU at 2.8 gigahertz. Um, I've only got eight gigabytes of RAM. The recommended is minimum is sixteen. Um, right. So I was stoked that I'm able to play. I don't know how many of these issues are because of my You're low RAM. My low RAM, and I, yeah, yeah this is going to force me to get more RAM. Um, yeah. The debate that I'm having is I can actually purchase the same right now. I've got two four gig cards, yeah. and so they you still make the gigs. same four gig card that I bought, and so I could just buy two more, and bump myself up to sixteen. But my friend was telling me, he goes, if they're not the same batch, it might cause you a bottleneck and not be effective. So you're better off yanking those completely and just buying two eights to get yourself up to 16.
0: Yep. that's what I would do. So yep.
1: um, that's probably what I will do or do I save up and go for 32? Um, unfortunately, the price difference is quite large. Because <laughs> mm. um, I can get the two, the two eights for like 67 and then as soon as i go to two 16s now i'm at 106 or something like that so unless i shop around a little bit but
0: well sick the thing is you know 16 gig of ram is now the lower end for new pcs like 32 is now the standard of ram which is ridiculous it is you know um so what's your video card
1: okay and then my video card is uh GTX 1060, 6 gigabyte.
0: Okay. So I'm running uh, also an Intel i7-8750H at 2.20 gigahertz. Um, I've got 16 gig of RAM installed. Um, I'm running an NVIDIA RTX 2060 6 gig card.
1: And then resolution-wise, I should point out that I'm not running 4K. I am at 2560 by 1440.
0: I think that's my resolution as well. Uh, That's the resolution of the monitor. I've got like an LG monitor, big one.
1: Um, To go along with that, (laughs) FX3, I'm running two monitors. (laughs) Um, Mm. So that I have my back box on one with the DMD, and then my primary monitor. Uh, when that that DMD monitor, that's just at 1080. The primary monitor, that's when I'm running it at 2560 by 1440 and the game uh, is rock solid at 60 frames. I'm actually Mm. able to unclock it or or unlock it from uh, ZEN's parameters and usually I can get it up to about 105, um, which obviously is not a good, (laughs) you want it in the nice multiples. So if I could get it to 120, that would have been ideal. So that's why... I never really kind of stuck with it, but that's what I was capable of doing with that game. Whereas Mm. this one um, in alpha, yeah, it was struggling to do 2560. If I dropped it down to 1080, then everything played just fine. But it didn't look as good.
0: No, no and maybe this is the problem I'm seeing in some of the Williams tables with muddiness and just general mm-hmm. lack of clarity. Like it's probably the resolution playing a, a part here. But the thing is that even at 2560, I was still noticing these problems. Like it was not clear. Right. In fact, it looks a little bit like my haze on the screen at the moment. It's just not sharp <laughs> um, at all compared to the Zen tables, which look really, really nice and really clear. And the inserts are nice and everything like it seems like the Williams tables, like essentially because they weren't available in the early alpha build that we got, they may now be going through their first round of iteration um, in the wild.
1: So let me I hit think. you with uh, some info, because I went through uh, with NVIDIA. You can throw up uh, an overlay, uh, yeah. GeForce Experience. You just hit Alt-Z. That brings up what you want to bring up. Uh, information-wise. So in the corner of my screen, I was able to have frames per second displayed, uh, CPU and GPU utilization, which, by the way, my GPU was pretty much pegged at 95 to 100%. the entire So time. it was screaming. It was, it screaming. was screaming. It's screaming. little lungs and out. Yep. Everybody is saying that, regardless of what their rig is, is saying the exact same thing. That their
0: the like GPU utilization GPU. is yep, yeah. right up there. Yeah. Um,
1: so there's where, again, performance issues obviously need to be come into play and i hope that zen is getting the help they need from unreal to to do that reason why i'm saying that is hi uh pinball wicked it's been running in unreal for what three years now Mm. um it has the ability for you to crank settings this way and that way every direction that you want uh you know going full ultra settings you know what are you turning on you know what are you turning off in terms of particle effects, how detailed, all this stuff. I legitimately was, and this is where a disappointment comes in, I wanted that yeah. in this. I thought we would have mm-hmm. full control over what it is so that you can dial it into your rig. We have very little control over what the graphics are and what they're doing. Yeah, we
0: we we definitely do. <laughs> I, I've noticed that like, with the really neat thing, and I hope that this would become something in the future for Zen, for Effects, is that with um, Pimble Wicked they essentially allowed you to run a wizard that worked out what the best yeah. settings for your particular setup were, and then that was it. And, and it then from there, you could dial such in, a good experience.
1: You know what, I don't, I'm not really, I could care less about, you know, tessellation. Ref- well, I'm going to turn that off so I can crank something else up a little bit higher.
0: Yeah, I want to sacrifice this so I can have more of the other. Yes. But it gave you a really good performant baseline that yep. you knew that if I just kept it like this, I'm not going to have any problems running the game at the right frame rate and I'm going to have a good experience in the game. I want that for FX. Absolutely. That needs to come in. I'm
1: so disappointed that that's not available to us. Um, yeah. And I don't get why. It, to me, it feels like they're building this for what the console is going to have. Maybe. Not what the PC players want.
0: Maybe. Yeah they could be doing that
1: and you know that that's
0: it's fine to it's fine to like lock down settings for something like a no in fact like ps5 or you know right um xbox one or whatever but i think for the pc hog wild yeah. you know
1: it, next it time we have to no one we're gonna have to on. we're gonna have to press on that. we'll ask him about that we're gonna have to press yeah. on that because that one that was a huge when i first opened up that was the first thing i went to was okay let's go check our graphics settings i went what there's like three in advance i get to control the gamma uh no the gamma folks that is not how you darken or lighten a room that's purely a brightness thing yeah you can get rid of gamma as far as i'm concerned
0: (laughs) yeah that's i don't know why you would have gamma is it just to
1: tune how you monitor Well, i was looking for the light slider that's what i was hoping for and yeah no light slider you know Geez, if and again, if you're not going to do the light slider, fine, just for specific moments on tables, (laughs) hit me. Make it,
0: make it a um, well, they have a you know, the one of the settings that you have to muck around with is you know, the Williams feature camera. You know, for example, the feature camera control things like you know, when in when you're in X uh, champion pub and you go up to the jump rope, it'll zoom in on the jump rope. Mm -hmm. You know, have have a similar setting. Um, like yeah, a Williams lighting experience, yeah, or something like that. You yes. know, just to to, to allow <laughs> you to darken room environments based on what the situation. And is And who like,
1: knows? That might be the kind of thing again. Early access. Maybe they're right now just trying to lock down performance issues. Oh, um, they,
0: that's the reason why they're doing early access. Like yeah. you know they. Performance they're making game it available bugs. to once us. Once they've
1: got game bugs worked out, once they've got performance worked out, then they can start adding in other things and then tweaking those as opposed to having 5 billion things that people are saying in bug reports and them going with you, which one do we attack yeah. first? You know.
0: Any developer will tell you that performance tuning happens in the last 5% of game development or even app like writing commercial apps. Right. You know, like Anything performance related is always left to the very last minute. Yeah, um, And not as an afterthought but because you need to get all the bugs resolved so you can actually get a true benchmark of performance in the game so it's very much like it'll be if we ever see it in early access before the game goes like regular ga and gets released to the consoles it will be probably the final build that they will address the niggling performance issues
1: you know what they need to do you know how like when i loaded up tomb raider rise of the tomb raider shadow of the tomb raider It does a a settings check and it runs the most intense scene graphically that it can. Mm -hmm. Does this whole big panning around 360, seeing what, and it shows you what your frame rates are. And then it gives you, you know, it's the benchmark test, right?
0: Yeah, it's a benchmark. That's what I want. I want a benchmark test for this. I want that too.
1: So that when you load it in, boom, run the benchmark. Show me. A six ball multi ball with flashers going off like crazy, you know, the ROM yep. going there the DMD going nuts, everything happening the on yep. the most intensive heavy table. There's yep. your benchmark. Now dial it in from there. Let us let us tweak. Let us let Absolutely. us do this thing. You know
0: that is that would be <clears throat> exactly my expectation for first run of the game. Like you put it onto your hardware, yeah. You start it up. You get the welcome screen, and then it invites you to do a performance test before you even play a table. That's what I expect
1: out of something using Unreal.
0: Yeah, I I want uh, Unreal lets you do this. Yeah, it's you know it it just needs to be in the game. Like they really need to give give you the baseline. I don't have time. Like the one reason why PC gamers, you know, people choose consoles is because they don't want to futz around with settings. They want to start the game. The game tells you what the best performance levels is, and then you start playing. Like, you know, the the, the amount of time you've had to futz around with settings with fast sights been blockade to try and get that right, you know, it I ain't nobody got time for that. Like, <laughs> make it easy. Make it easy. Don't make me think. Right?
1: That being said, again, make it easy, but then let me be able to tweak.
0: Yeah. You know, but so you it's make easy
1: it... at the start, and then if I want to deep dive, I can deep dive and, and then go doing things. But I want that ability to deep dive. I'd say, don't make me think initially. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Delay the thinking. Okay, so the whole point that I was bringing up, though, about bringing up the the overlay, I clocked frames per second on every single table. Mm. Yeah. So running on my rig, I had some tables that ran at 60 frames. I had a lot of tables that didn't. (laughs) Right. Um, What was the lowest frame (laughs) per second that you had? Lowest frame per second, safe cracker. That
0: would explain my problems. At 39 Mm -hmm. frames
1: per second for me.
0: That's why it's so horrible. Now,
1: ET (laughs) Mm. clocked in at 33 frames per second. However, that was after I'd been checking everything, and I think I finally hit that breaking point where, uh uh-oh, because then I loaded up the getaway, which would be running really nicely for me, and it Mm. was at, like, 36 frames per second. So, clearly, Mm. I had maxed out whatever, and it was now... A crap shoot. So, I wonder if they've gonna, got
0: like a memory leak or something in the game at the moment that they're trying to. Maybe. Track down. I don't know.
1: So I'm going to have yeah. to load up the game again and check some of these lower tallies. Uh, like go to first Safe off, first. So I'll go to ET first and see what it actually clocks in at and mm, see if it's, you're brave. it's having that problem. Um, <laughs> so, okay. I'm just going to tell you. So the Williams tables, here's another interesting thing. If you're in view 8, which that shows the DMD at the same time as the whole playfield. Oh, view 8's not fun. No, like... well, but check this out. View 8 runs the best frames per second. Oh. For me, view 8 always had the best frames per second.
0: So view 8 with the DMD in view.
1: Fortunately, view number 2, which is my favorite view when I'm playing in landscape, was the second best frames per second. So I was Oh, that's good. Yeah. So I was constantly just dialing in those every other view the frame rate lowered um
0: what i found certainly in the belly williams tables less so in the zen originals but in view 8 when you had the dmd and the play field in view um the dmd was a mess interesting Um, absolutely like missed frames like blurriness it's like someone's just dragging the dots over the screen smearing everything like in safecracker For example, and again, probably frames per second at play here. If it's clocking at 33 Mm. or 36, but you're trying to um, see the dice, you know, the dice numbers flicking past in the ball game, impossible. You cannot, you cannot see them clearly like you can in FX3. It was just a blurry mess. I don't know why. Um, And like even things like when things are scrolling across the screen, you're getting like this drag. Yeah. Of of stuff going over the screen, it's a. I don't know why. I don't know if anyone else is experiencing that, but it is woeful for me, like so, just horrible. But if you go to view two, DMD top top left corner, wherever you have it yeah. positioned, clear. So it's something see, to do this with is view where
1: eight. there's going to be disparity between everybody's rigs and. And you is. didn't see that. I didn't see that at all.
0: Uh, it could be. be I wonder if it's an issue with RTX. Maybe. Um. Right. I mean. Um. Yeah. So RTX folks, cards. if
1: you. If you guys are experiencing any of these kind of things where something that I'm experiencing and or something you're like, well, that's not what I experienced, but I'm experiencing what Jared is experiencing. Um, you can drop us a comment, but use the tab in the use game the to thing. let Zen know. <laughs>
0: yeah, I've already raised a number of bugs. Like for Safecracker in particular, I, I raised the issues with the blurriness of the DMD and and stuff like that. In fact, across all Williams tables in View 8, they're all blurry and they're all weird Amazing. me.
1: So, um, yeah. So what I was going to say, though, uh, the the good performers, AFM, Attack from Mars, 60 frames, didn't matter what I was in. 60 What about the reflection?
0: The, the play field reflection looks like it's been a recently refurbished table. It's glass-like. Dude, that,
1: that, that, t- that table has been performanced <laughs> and tuned. Amazing. You, they're you, done with you AFM. pretty much far say,
0: you could pretty much say oh yeah so we know the tables that people are probably going to buy day one based on the purchase history of fx3 sure so let's focus out we'll making those. these absolutely right yeah i actually think i will say this i think the reflections they've got on afm at the playfield reflections at the moment actually do break the realism of the table it's a little bit too shiny for me like you can see the saucer in enhanced mode like reflecting off the playfield it's well, i was a bit gonna say you can glossy. see because
1: i wasn't playing in enhanced mode i was just playing regular mode but the red lights around the saucer you see them reflected on the play yeah field. and i love that that's no i it, want more reflections <laughs>
0: i mean it's good but i don't think it's realistic hmm. that's on belly williams tables it's it's not i mean maybe if you have a completely re-sprayed clear-coded playfield like new old stock yes you, maybe you could get that reflection but i i don't know just my personal preference it needs to be just slightly more matte hmm. than that just slightly more
1: um so anyway afm rock solid yeah monster bash and medieval madness both of them clocked at 55 uh in view 8 about 53 in uh view 2 um very playable in that yep. in that respect
0: anything i think plus minus five frames a second is acceptable yeah um you know so yeah i think those two i would agree are playing really nice as well. like, very playable
1: then like a black rose came in at 55 to 51 uh theater of magic was 53 to 50 um so th- those are fairly acceptable a uh, getaway was 49 to 55 uh, again very acceptable but then yeah. tables like safecracker like i said it was at 39 frames uh creature Chugging was at 39 to 41. Um, oh, really? Yeah. and, and I cre- did notice it was pretty janky. Something was that was it. odd with Creature uh, that I'd love to know if anybody else has experienced. Um, so when you're uh, in the multi-ball mode and you're able to send the ball into the, the bowl, the loopy, I'm yeah. only getting one turn out of the bowl before the ball drains. And it oh, should okay. at least be two. Should,
0: I would think. You should get two out of it? I mean, i I managed... I, I, I managed to have a cracker of a game on this in Netherworld. And I think I got maybe two and a half spins out of that thing. Like, yeah, you don't get not, a lot. It's
1: not Farsight's four.
0: <laughs> no, it's de-
1: oh, no, it's definitely not four. Geez. No. I don't know how they managed to get but four. The one, it literally... It's not traveling very fast. He goes one, and then goes... And then plunks in. I'm like, no, I should be hitting for a two. It just Yeah, it should be getting two. Um, and then... Yeah. Uh, what do we got? Like uh, So Champion Pub was... 46 to 48. Um, uh, Party Zone, 43, uh, no matter what view I was in. Uh, Junkyard, 45, no matter what view I was in. Um, And then when we go to, so you were saying that the Zen Originals were doing really well for you. Uh, Rome, 60 frames. That was locked in. I'm going to talk about Rome for a second, though. Here comes, again, Disappointment. I'm sorry those inserts look like crap.
0: Oh, um, they just look like painted words on a painted of words. It's yeah. like a
1: Photoshop slap on. And yep. you compare agree. that to a Castle Storm where the inserts are glowing and light looks like it's coming through the bottom of them. Yeah. Guys, go back in on Rome and do something about those inserts. They're terrible. Um also, you know on Rome? Hey, just on
0: on oh. Castle Storm, is that did is that one of the games they announced on release? What? Because I didn't see that in my collection. Which did Castle Storm? I it, it, I thought it was one of the ones that I, they said they were going to do, but I it was. I didn't see it in my collection of games. Oh, huh. did did you play it? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, for sure. I must have skipped it. That's weird. Okay, I'm gonna have to go back and play that because I actually really <laughs> like Castle Storm.
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's a great table. Yeah, uh, so that's where it's, it's just go back and you guys got more work to do on Rome in terms of lighting.
0: Um, well, not it, only that, but just overall definition of the like the the layers of the play. Well, field. because
1: it's all flat. It's all flat lighting. There's no contrast. Yeah. There's no shadow. So that's where it needs that. Really struggling put on it i'm
0: struggling playing that game like i i it just i, I lose the the where the perspective of the ball is yes. on that game i really do
1: the other thing and this goes for quite a few of their early originals but mm. specifically on a the call outs the voice work is horrendous it does not i don't think fit. they're gonna change this, that this cheery teeny bopper blonde is all i can picture Telling me ball out, this is freaking Rome. Give me a gladiator. Give me a Spartan. Give me something tough, gruff, or just Beverly British. voice. I don't care.
0: Well, <laughs> <Or> just British.
1: <laughs> I, it was yeah. It, it, and it, you know what it reminds me of, Jared? It reminds me of the voice work we did for the Zachariah table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, that's right.
1: Um, not good. Hire professionals. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, Rome, Castle Storm plays great at 55 frames. Uh, Son of Zeus plays at 56 frames. Um, the worst performers for me, uh, Sky Pirates, 39 frames. Um, da, 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 what was the other one? Oh, Mummy is at 40 frames. Yeah, it's struggling um, at the moment. Noir was at least at 44. So Noir to me played pretty good. Um, you know a little oh, more fine tuning will help about
0: noir which you can go into after you've gone through your yeah sure your um, frame rate thing. but let's circle back to noir yeah it's...
1: everything else though was right in the 50 50 range 51 mm. 52 range so not bad um, the best performers were all the universal tables so Jaws 60 frames uh, Jurassic Park uh, all three of them were 53 54 uh, Back to the Future was 60 frames And then, like I said, E.T. I couldn't test because clearly I'd hit the limit. And then the Star Wars tables, um, New Hope and Clone Wars. New Hope was at 57 frames. Clone Wars was at 54 frames. Everything else was in the high 40s. Mm. Except for Mando. Mando was at 43 for me. Right. So, uh, and again, I don't know if that will be corrected by me getting more RAM. Mm. Um, I'll
0: say this, that I I'm enjoying playing Mando, um, in Pimble FX non VR more than <laughs> I am in VR, um, and obviously there are, I mean there's clear limitations between what the Quest hardware is sure versus my PC, but just the just the resolution it's just so much more easy on the eye yes than it is in 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 Star Wars VR. I, I really wish they if it's possible, they go back and relook at Star Wars VR with the lessons they've learned with Unreal, because that one was running Unreal. It was their first real-world right. attempt at running Unreal on a platform. I'd like them to go back into a patch at some point on VR because it's 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 hard to look at those games with the aliasing and the jankiness, yeah. and just it's so much more fun to play it on PC. Unfortunately, because it's jeez, it's so. The experience playing these games in VR is the best. I would have it over sitting at a PC any day, but it's the resolution that just kills me. Okay. Like, it's just uh, it's unfortunate. Maybe um, I just have too high expectations with what VR can yeah. do at the moment. But yeah,
1: I'm going to go into a couple of uh, folks. This show is going to run long. <laughs> yeah
0: so strap in um, get, get, go get yourself a snack uh,
1: and uh, press pause get your snack come on back because uh, I can guarantee you we're going for another half an hour at least um, mm-hmm. things that definitely need correction so right now there's no PS4 controller support it's only oh, right. Xbox 360 controller support um which, by the way, neither have Rumble. There is no Rumble option on this. Yeah,
0: that's right. That uh, Now you mention it, I I now miss it. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for that, Chris.
1: <laughs> um, in order to get my PS4 controller to work, I had to use DS for Windows, um, which mm. is a third-party app, to make it work, which obviously introduces latency. Um, so that's not good. It's Mm. not like you can't use a PS4 controller on Epic because I was doing just that with playing Tony Hawk. And not only that, but it recognized as a PS4 controller and therefore changed all the buttons to what is on the PS4 controller. That's Um, neat. So, and we had the PS4 controller working in Steam for when I was playing FX3. I let the team know at Zen about the controller and they just kind of went, oh, that's interesting. I'm like... Buy a freaking PS4 controller and plug it in, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I've been yeah, making this seriously. complaint since Pinball FX 2, by the way. Because Pinball oh, really? FX 2, I had to use DS for Windows to get that to work there. Huh. So, yeah. Um, mm. Well, clearly, I'm clearly surprised nobody bothers that... to bother plugging in. And you might as well make it work for a PS5 controller, because there's a lot of people that are trying to do that now, too.
0: Well, I'm, I'm thinking if it's going to be released on PS5, aren't they going to have to sort that out anyhow? Yeah. <laughs> You, so, you maybe think. maybe we're going to see vast improvements when it goes
1: to PS5. Um I really want Well, let's just start with this. For the Williams tables, why are we going to the casino uh hotel lobby lounge carpet oh. area? Heck yes. When make we could just have course. the machine in our game room like you do in the VR version of the game. Yes. That's and you great. can have your collectibles there in the background. It's your room. Why are we playing in suddenly some foreign environment? Get rid of yeah. that. Make it so that oh, we're yes. playing in our room.
0: And honestly, it's surely it's going to make an improvement to frame rate. You would think? It- if you're not having to like render the the a brand new environment, and it's just it's such a jarring experience having the Williams. It's stuff. a disconnect. And
1: it it takes you out of. It makes it look like they slapped three different games together.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm thinking though, you know, devil's advocate here. I'm thinking it potentially scientific games that might have been part of the deal. Uh, they wanted more Williams branding, the branding in the game. Fine. Yeah, so I you think- know what. Put Big Williams logos either side Put, of the machine.
1: No, no, yeah, yeah. Let us have a neon Williams and Bally sign up on our collectibles thing, so that whenever we play one of those, that's what appears on the shelf there. Simple yeah.
0: solution. Uh, yes, I agree. There, there is definitely a solution here, and it's. I would love to wave bye bye to that that Williams environment. It was nice at the time, but when you're mixing all the other tables in with the ecosystem that is the you know your fan cave environment. It's not right. It needs to go. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. The the generic table that's in the middle there, Yeah. when you put up a Zen original, you get a generic wrap of pinball effects on the side of the cabinet Mm. and a woefully terrible backblast image.
0: Yeah, it's pretty low res, isn't it?
1: It's pretty low res and it's pretty basic. Um, Mm. There are... Numerous better back that glasses have made out there, better back glasses, myself included. Um, take a look, use one of them, <laughs> they look so much better. Um, well, and they're... let it,
0: let us change the, the, the license on, on our um set of back
1: glasses and please freely have them all. Um, Zen, <laughs> I just, I just, I understand doing the generic Zen pinball effects wrap on the machine. Fine, mm. I, I'm, I'm fine with that. You don't have to go and you know. Make bespoke art for each Exactly. Table. But yeah. the back glass, you really should. Because yep. when I play in cabinet mode, eventually, I want a good back glass out of you guys.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, like an official an official back glass. An official back
1: glass not, that takes account for where the DMD is.
0: Yeah, you that's Because that's, cause that's right. the problem.
1: So many of the back glasses that people did, then they slap the DMD over the top of it and it's blocking out art and blocking out words and everything. That's not a properly designed back glass or translite. No. Um You know, so it's one of those quality of life things, call it, to the game, that would be the kiss of uh, polish that Zen is known for. So I hope they get around to that.
0: I think they will, Chris, and I think it will become more when cabinet mode becomes the focus. I think they're probably working up to that. Yeah. um, Um, For sure.
1: Now, I don't think these things should be locked into only cabinet mode, is what my point being. I think... I This is where the next one comes in. <clears throat> okay. Um, I want to be able to play Zen originals as if they were contained inside an actual cabinet. I want a cab- cabinet walls. I want the cabinet artwork, and I want nothing else in the environment. Even though you guys went through all that, I mean, and again, I want this to be able to be pick your po- pick your poison. You know? Yeah. Do you want the original Zen feel or do you want that simulation of what it would actually be playing like in a, a arcade cabinet? And I would have never yeah. known how much I missed it until I played Pinball FX 2 VR and saw games like Castle Storm contained within or, or, yeah, geez, or just any of the VR so games they had contained within a cabinet. A cabinet. Yeah.
0: It looks really, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. I mean, agree. It, for it,
1: sure it messes with Certain games, like
0: uh, uh, some of the super wide buzzy Star Wars well, ones, I was the ball like, literally like, goes
1: outside. Yeah, Return of the Jedi. It Return of the Jedi legitimately looked small <laughs> inside of the cabinet yeah. because it's like a square table, and then all of a sudden it has to fit inside of a cabinet. So yeah. it's not going to work one hundred percent of the time across all your tables. And I get that, but that's where it's like, oh, okay, for this one, fine. Let me flick the switch, and I am back into that full room. But if we can See, do with the so check this out. This is what my idea is. Mm -hmm. So just like on Williams tables, you can turn on and off the enhanced effects at the Mm -hmm. click of a button. For the Zen originals, I want that same feeling that click on and off, it takes away the environmental effects and contains it inside of a cabinet. So instead of, you know, because you can't get rid of all the the animations, that's obviously not possible. But you could, boom, magic wipe of the button and now it's contained inside of a table. Let me have that. The also. other
0: thing you could do really easily is take a very large leaf out of the Star Wars VR thing, and promote some of those figures that you see in the playfield to full life, full mm-hmm. life figures. Mm-hmm. You know, outside of the, the cabinet. I mean, that guess was what?
1: When you eventually a really go... good experience. Yeah, when you eventually go to make these all in VR, then you'll have already done the work.
0: <laughs> it, well, yeah. I mean, that'll be ready to go. And honestly, I I would like having it i mean sure that's probably going to be a a non-trivial amount of work i can hear the developers groaning as we speak about this now um but you know switching off the sort of like playfield effects and then promoting them outside the cabinet making everything inside generic and i can imagine that's non-trivial to do um but like that way of thinking
1: it's what we're expecting this is supposed to be next gen game show me next gen Show me these yeah, things you're that right. we've been wishing for and hoping for all the while playing FX3, going, well, it's never mm. going to happen in FX3. But now we have a new platform. Make it Clean truly start. different.
0: You wanna... Yeah, and you're right. There's nothing, wrong. There's nothing wrong with thinking blue sky and going, right, so unicorns and rainbows, what would we want to see in this game as time progresses? And yeah. without a doubt, changing up the environmental effects... And, you know, things like – one one thing that they did well in VR, too, which they could probably take cues from um, for cabinet mode, et cetera, is for those really wide-body tables um, in VR, they, they actually did make a wider cabinet. Yes. And they made the cabinet square rather than rectangular as well. So they did adjust the, I guess, the playfield and cabinet dimensions for those games. It's yeah. actually – because you know, if you can blow you. up
1: SafeCracker to basically look like a full size table, you can do the same thing with a wide body. And,
0: absolutely, you can. You know, yeah, change
1: the cabinet. Yeah, to, to make yeah. it handle it.
0: Uh, absolutely, you can. Especially and, um, if
1: Zen ever happens to, and not that I think that they ever will, but if they ever get around to doing those ultra-wide body ballys, <laughs> you know, oh, like you, Future Spa, Future Spa, and Embryon, uh, you're going to need a square table.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yep, for sure. They are weird play field um,
0: in fact you know future Spa, as i was saying that thing about you know going super wide body was exactly the table i was thinking of yeah. um when i was comparing it to what they could do cabinet wise yeah and you, you even see like when you switch it between the um you know the system system 11 games like um uh not system 11 um the odd back box games like black rose and all oh, right it goes Zone. with the yeah, it has a proper belly mm-hmm. showcase, whatever that back box style is called, mm-hmm. with the speakers on the top and the DMD incorporated into mm-hmm. the, um, the the back glass. Like that all changes up as well, and that's really cool to see. Um, <clears throat> so I, I would agree. Let's try – when we're thinking about things that we'd like to see, I think that the point that you're trying to make here, Chris, is not to be limited by the past.
1: Right, like, because put, if you're – Put trying-
0: the ideas – out there and really try and expand what you could do with this platform
1: because if you're trying to convince people to buy games that they already have owned on fx3 the best way to do that is to give them something that they haven't experienced in fx3 correct and these are the kind of things that are i'm talking about
0: yep absolutely it needs to be like what's the what is the value proposition for people who are, you know, looking down the barrel of one hundred and fifty dollars, going, Why would I spend that now? Yeah. And it needs to be compelling enough. It's not quite there yet. That's okay. It's early access. I I one hundred percent get that. It's about finding the bugs, solving the right. bugs before they go to console. That's what we're doing here. Right. We're but essentially I want to know it's
1: on the roadmap. I want to yeah, know that it's absolutely. a target and that they are going to go there so that I don't have to worry about it and complain about it all the time, hoping that I complain enough that it'll make it happen. Yeah. Be aware that I'm not the only one that wants this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, people yeah. out there want this stuff. And this is what we were expecting, and this is why I'm disappointed because I'm not seeing it now, and I don't know that I'm going to see it, and if I continue to not see it, I'm going to continue to be disappointed. Yeah. Um, so
0: would you think... So if they if they were... If you had your time again and they were releasing the FX day one, early access, if they had hints of things in the game that were different but maybe underbaked, would that have changed your opinion about what your... Would that have changed your disappointed, underwhelmed opinion mm-hmm. to something a little bit higher like optimistic but still a little underwhelmed you know <laughs> like how how would they have been able to change your opinion of the game by doing things differently sure. that's an interesting sure.
1: question uh for starters that clear roadmap so yes again
0: so public we're, roadmap is what we're, you're after we're here.
1: under we understand this is early access tell us what are placeholders yep you know tell us with look, no dates but just <clears throat> Yeah, what no dates, features just, are planned? Again, take the Williams Vegas lobby as an example. Folks, yeah. We under- this is not the finished look. We are going to eventually have it be your man right. cave, your fan cave. Um, it's going to be better integrated. Right, but in for now, yeah. we are looking at purely performance issue and physics issues. This is what our concentration is. Once we have those dialed in, we can change the aesthetics and, and oh, those yeah. will be coming. Just like we know that Pinball Royale is coming. We know that Clans are coming. We know Mm -hmm. that there's going to be network uh, things and tournaments that they have yet to work out. We know those are on the the agenda.
0: Roadmap. So we're not even thinking about those until they come out. Right. Yeah.
1: You know, so, Zen. Tournaments. If you don't think people are going to be exceedingly disappointed if all that pops up in tournaments is exactly what we have in FX3... You got another thing coming because people are going to be really disappointed because they're expecting new and improved tournaments. All the things that they wanted, especially those that set up weekly tournaments. If those things aren't promised, they don't have to be implemented right off the bat. Yeah. But if they're not promised and shown that we're going to get them eventually, those people are going to be very disappointed right off the bat. But if you can Mm. set my expectations and say, they're going to come, give us a moment. But for right now, then I'm not going to be disappointed. Then I'm going to be like, oh, okay, well, I'll concentrate on what's here in front of me and knowing that these other things are going to come eventually.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think public roadmaps, I mean, I'm working in product teams all the time in what I do as a day job being a technical writer. And the, when whenever the subject of pro, like public roadmaps come up or features that you tell the public, everyone, everyone gets jittery because it's... Things change rapidly in business, and you would never sure. know those publicly promised things become canon, and people will hold you to the fire for them um, when <laughs> you're doing them. So,
1: like, like Farsight Spinball After Dark.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a really good example of a public roadmap gone wrong. Right. Um, so this is you know that's a, that is a good example of why public roadmaps are like risky business, and I'm sure it's, Mel would probably confirm they're that risky fast.
1: business. But I hate to say it, Zen put themselves behind the eight ball on a bunch of things. And mm. We're about to talk about the biggest one. Um, yeah, but when you set yourself up for a tsunami of disappointments. It's nice when you can dangle a couple of carrots and go, wait, 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 so that people can at least go, oh, well, you know, give Just them the, the out. Blur. And right now, we're not getting the out.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's true. All, All right. right, let's let's go in. Let's go into this,
1: <laughs> folks. I hate tickets. There you I go. Hate it. Hate, 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 yeah. hate, hate. I don't like prices obscured by this system. It mm. just infuriates me um, because you have to do so much math. And it basically, and we've talked about this multiple times, especially we talked about it with the Williams Pinball app where it first got introduced. Um, yeah. It's going to Dave & Buster's, buying 20 bucks and putting it on your Dave & Buster's card and then going and playing the games, but they're not just one credit. It's this one's a $1. dollar thirty-three. This one's seventy-five or seventy-eight cents. It's all these weird numbers. So at the yeah. end of the day, you either have too few credits left on your card to actually play a game, or just too many to that you're gonna have a little bit left over. You're gonna have, you know, 23 cents left over on your card. And so you always feel like you didn't come out even. There's not a clean, even number to come out with.
0: Like, Um, you know, I had 20 bucks. I had 20 games. Right. Sort of thing.
1: Right. So that's why I really despise tickets. Um, The other thing is... Now, granted, at at least Zen did this part right. You pay 10 bucks you get a hundred tickets. So it's kind of a one-to-one, you know, it winds up a hundred tickets is, or so like in the case of a table costing 40 tickets, it costs four bucks. In other words. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that math,
0: you can makes, do that math
1: pretty, you can easily. do that math pretty simply. Yeah. That's better. But it's then you do the, what it is right now, which is as soon as the, this first week, all the tables are or not all the tables the legacy tables are 33% off well what's 33% of 40 (laughs) becomes well it's a decimal that's for sure right and so are we rounding up are we rounding down and it becomes this weird thing and how do we know that it's a weird thing because folks 1200 tickets does not buy you every single table you're shy by 13 tickets
0: as we found out yeah uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, again, because we like to be transparent about these, thank you Zen for giving us entitlements for all the tables except for Indiana Jones we're still waiting on. Um, we we got dumped 1,200 tickets each so we could go and experience what it was like buying the tables. And I will say this, the actual act of buying, the, like if you go, right, I know how much, I, I've done the math, I know how much I want to buy, yep. I need to buy this pack, or in our case, we've been given like code to unlock that amount of tickets in the game. Then spending those tickets in the game, that's not a terrible experience. No, it's actually quite good. Like the the work, the actual user journey from going to I want to buy, selecting all the tables. Like you just go, oh, select all tables. You butte, and then we found out that we're thirteen tickets short. And you can guarantee it was those decimal points that killed yep. us. Like those thirty three percent off
1: that that was 13 tickets out somehow. Because so, it seems too perfect for Zen to set up the 1,200 tickets for the exact amount of tables that they released. You would think that yeah. that, that would have covered it to the T. Boom, bam, buy them all. Yeah.
0: So it would have been
1: 1,213 tickets. <laughs> it's well, what or they if they did the decimal buy. points right, it should have been 1,200 tickets were necessary to buy all these tables can yeah. now they can correct this a little bit yeah i would think which is saying how many tickets you need to buy ahead of time like if you were like hey i'm going to select all of these how many tickets is it and i think it does kind of tell you how many it it is is yeah but that should match up with a multiple of one of the ticket prices or you know packs that you can purchase it's um, true so you, I
0: mean, what you could do is you could go into the shop, you could select all tables, and then it tells you how much you got to pay. Yeah. So it's easy enough to work out how many tickets you need to buy based on just going to the cart, filling it, yeah. and then working out. I mean, that's how I would have done it if I didn't get granted the um, the tickets from, yeah. from Zinn. I would just go and select all tables, right? What What's the damage? How much do I have to right. pay the man? And then work it out from there. And right. it would have been you know, go and buy a 1,200 ticket pack plus an extra one. Right. Because, you know, at the end of the day, there's going to be more content coming out. So
1: I'm going to be spending it anyhow, right? Right. But so here's, I may the, as well here's why I loathe the ticketing, though. Again, it's one thing if you spent 100 bucks to get 1,200 tickets. It's another thing if you're like, well, I'm not sure what I want to do right now. I just want hmm. to purchase a couple of tables. Well, now you're paying more money ridiculously more money (laughs) um to buy a small pack of things and this is where so i was expecting okay you pay 10 bucks to get 100 tickets a typical zen pack on steam at full price was three tables for 9.99 so three dollars and 33 cents per table yeah so i would expect to have gotten three tables for 10 bucks just matching the full price of what you can currently buy an fx3 table for yeah but unfortunately those Zen originals are 40 tickets so you need mm. 120 tickets in order to That's buy right. three at full price okay i'm not talking about the with the 33 percent discount i'm saying just at full price because this is apples to apples to what it costs over on steam yeah um so right off the bat I was disappointed in that we were told, hey, there's going to be a deal on legacy tables for you guys. We understand to try and, you know, ease the burden. Soften the blow. Soften the blow of switching over. Well, as I looked more and more at this, that blow is not softened in the least, even with Mm. the 33% off if you buy it in that first week. So check this out. Currently, like you can buy the pack of Castle Storm... Uh, That comes with Castle Storm and Wild Wild West Rampage. You can buy that for Mm -hmm. five bucks. So that's $2.50 per table. On Steam? On Steam. Mm -hmm. That's full price. But they're 40 tickets apiece in this. That means they're $4 a piece. So let's say, though, that you buy it at the 33% off. Well, if you only did it at the, you know, bought that 100 pack, that puts them at $3.08. So you're still paying more. So let's say you bought the 1200 though. Now what is it down to? Now it's down to $2.57. So you're still paying more than what you paid full price for FX3. Right. Now, I understand, obviously, there is the development cost. And to a, if this is to a new audience, they're not going to know the difference. But No, they're not. Us that have been around a while, we know, and we've said, "Hey, you can't base prices of tables that were long ago made all these years ago." So I understand the price increase. What I mm. don't understand, though, is this is not benefiting the early adopters, uh, or being a thank you to the early, you know, the people that were over. Yeah, it's 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 steep. So that's but that's on the cheap end. So check this out. Um. Your Williams tables, they were always basically $3.33. But here, they're $4.50. Right. So
0: That's
1: now, a jump. Because there are 45 tickets to, to purchase. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so it's like... Okay, I guess the math on that one winds up being $2.89. So, okay, you're saving a little bit on that one. Um... Your Star Wars tables, which are 45 tickets. Because
0: um, there's, like there's droids, the way it breaks you down. Could
1: have, you could have gotten that for $2.50. And hmm. now it's $2.89 if you did the 12. But if you're doing just, again, that's with the 33% off. If you're going straight up pricing and you only bought the 100 tickets, it's $4.50 as opposed to the $2.50 that you paid on Steam. Yeah, that's why I I just I hate the ticketing and I don't like the pricing. I don't think it's um, as friendly. I don't have a problem with them charging what they're pro- charging for Noir, which is basically five fifty. Uh, what they're yeah. charging for Mando, which is six dollars. I don't I don't have a problem with the new tables costing that much. Um, yeah, but again, the legacy
0: ones though. But the legacy ones, they particularly. And I say this with you know, I, I guess that the, there's legacy in there. There's legacy, right? So yes. there's the legacy licensed. Then there's the legacy Zen unlicensed, right? Where Zen could have done something different here is they could have taken a larger hit on the Zen unlicensed. I get that they've got to pay the license or mm-hmm. a fee, you, and I that's one hundred percent fair. That those are a little bit more expensive, yes. and it's reflected in the ticket price. But mm-hmm. when it's an in-house table, and to an extent, like Noir, Sky Pirates, etc., this price. could have actually been this could have been a lost leader as well with some of these tables as well for early adopters. Sure, bump the price up to what it is normally after the promo ends. But as lost leaders, like they could have actually dropped the price on those a bit more as well. Well, and. Um, and-
1: Again, here it comes with, if these tables looked drastically different, if Rome looked drastically better, they'd yeah. be like, yes! Justified. Justified. But yep. it doesn't. It looks the same, and it has bad insert lighting right now. Yeah. where's the? You're not appealing to me on that front.
0: Um, where's my extra dollary dudes going? Right.
1: You know, yeah. I'm, I, know, I'm tr- I know what you're saying. Like, I'm trying to figure out... <laughs> what the mentality is, is here. Um, With the tickets. I understand why Zen, to in a sense, Zen is internalizing all the currency. It's now through them, because you're buying it through them. You're not buying it through Epic. You're buying it in-game. Which means... You are
0: buying it in-game which through Epic. Epic actually handles the purchase, though. So, when you purchase, it goes through the Epic Game Store as the broker for the transaction okay so but like currency
1: yeah. is Zend. you know what i mean because i imagine tickets, that this uh, is, i imagine this yeah. currency is going to be whatever the next iteration of vr is i imagine it's going to be you know when, if they come out with a mobile app it's going to use the exact same currency um it's going to be the same thing in consoles so uh, there seems to be a unity there am i am i off base here
0: no, I think you're right. I think tickets are going to be a thing, and I've got a theory about why. Okay, tell me why. So, f- what is the. When you see, let's compare this whole ticket thing to other games that use similar, you know, in game currency. Okay. Think of those games like um, that are cross platform iOS, Android even in some cases PC. I'm trying to think of good well, about, like like, League, uh, yeah, a
1: good example. Well, I'm thinking like Rocket League. Yeah,
0: Rocket League is a good example, right? So these ones allow you to play um, on any platform that you have an account for because yeah. the account is centrally managed, which yeah. it appears to be that way. At least at the moment, it uses your Epic game credentials to provision to provision your account automatically in the game, which... It's nice, by the way, sure. like, that it does that. Um, you don't have to like do a Farsight login, for example, which was a total pain in the butt. Um, so, I mean, that's good. So you've got the the login that would follow you around per platform, but what what is the rub with one of those like universal accounts? It always comes down to the currency and how you buy. So to get around that problem you introduce your own currency which you can then have sovereignty over etc mm-hmm. in the game right <laughs> it's cryptocurrency it's zen it, crypto <laughs> it's no it's not it's not on the blockchain <laughs> so um <laughs> i have to have to say no um so but i get what you're saying it is it is a it is something that once you've paid the actual physical currency yeah. for it out of your pocket it's then available for you in the game on any platform perspective. Like you know, you, you could actually carry your ten tickets from Epic over to Steam, over to um, Nintendo eStore. Well, yeah. not Nintendo eStore, but like Nintendo. Yeah. You see where I'm going here? Like it, once you've paid a dollar value through a store, it yeah. doesn't matter which one. Yeah. Those tickets are yours. Okay. And that that ability to purchase anything on any platform okay. and then have that reflected in your account that mm-hmm. follows you around per platform is is the thing. That's I think that's what they're trying to do so here. Let to... me
1: ask you this. Mm-hmm. So in Rocket League. Yeah. If I play on PC and I earn okay? I earn different customizations to my car, okay? Yeah. Then I go and I flip on the Switch version of Rocket League. Mm -hmm. It knows what I've earned, and those things are now available in the Switch version of the game. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you saying that you think that this is what Zen is going for?
0: Yeah. I think that... To what extent? uh, I think and this is what I I think is going to be happening here, I think think that the whole complaint that every single person gets on the platform is, oh, I've got my games on PS5. Um, Can I carry them over to Steam? Yeah. That is what this ticket system is going to solve. Okay. Because you might notice that when you fire (laughs) up the game, it does a very quick entitlement check across all the different tiles in the game. You see a lot of little spinning... Spinning symbols. Yeah. And every time it loads up the game well loads back the screen, it does an entitlement check to see what tiles should be enabled and what tiles should be disabled based mm. on your purchases. So if it does that on Switch, if it does that on PS5, Xbox, every single time it loads, you've got yourself cross-platform play, folks. That's what it is. That's Which what this would is, make people
1: happy because then it's I bought.
0: I, I paid, let's say I paid $6, which is more than I paid on Steam for a table, but I can literally carry that everywhere I go. On my mobile, when it comes out on mobile, on it's my Switch, when I'm on the go, it doesn't matter.
1: I, it's my entitlement in okay. Zen. That would be cool. That would go a long way to then helping me justify prices um, yeah. as they currently are. So... I, I take it you haven't gone on Discord. No, I haven't. Okay, keep <laughs> it away from it. Me. <laughs> so, Mel went on Discord and was answering questions, um, for which the community was very thankful to finally have <laughs> some like real interaction going on. Um, yeah, right. And it's always good. We like it. Somebody uh, by the name of the Claf asked. Uh, if that's the case, why not allow me to play tables I buy on any platform? I'd end up buying a ton more. And Mel responded, well, that's our intention. It's not confirmed yet, but the groundwork is there, and over time, we think the industry will allow us to do this while still operating under platform TRCs. Wow. Okay. (laughs) So, I mean... Well, that kind of backs up what I'm saying then, right? Kind of. I get what it... So what it sounds more like, though, is they can't guarantee it to us right now because they've got a ton of work to navigate that minefield. But Mm. the infrastructure is there, and it's in place. And if I had to guess, they're hoping, I would think, to maybe have that dialed in by the time it comes to console Console and Steam. Sounds like they are. I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, for it to work... Yeah. They they would need to somehow link the platforms through a common login system that manages mm-hmm. entitlements. So if they can do that across platform, th- there's, there's no longer a problem with moving between platforms anymore on, on any Zen game. And I'd say that while Pinball Effects is the first, that actually may pave the way for literally every Zen Studios game to I was be just cross-compatible.
1: Say, you buy tickets... And now you can use those leftover tickets to buy Operencia or Dreadnought Yeah. Nautical.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It becomes the Zen currency across all their games, a right. universal currency across all their games that you can use everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's. If that's what's going down here, then sign me the heck up because that okay. is going to make a lot of people happy.
1: Again, that would. That would ease the pain, mm, <laughs> and it would, that would ease me, the pain, and it would help me justify the cost. Um, yeah, of all of this, um, it I mean, still you know doesn't negate my requests, though, <laughs> to amp this thing up. Give me, yeah. give me better. Give me, give me, you know, make these things. <clears throat> give me the promise that is Attack from Mars across all the Williams tables. Um, yep. Give me the promise oh. that is. A, a castle storm across all the Zen originals. Um, yeah. That's what I, that's what I would really hope for. Um, so oh, absolutely. By the time it comes to the actual launch launch, that those things are in place and people will feel good if they waited. And I guess that's the ultimate question, Jared. Mm. What do you think people should do right now? Yeah. Um, do you think as in should they dive like if if, if somebody said should i buy now or should i wait what's your what's your gut tell you well look
0: when it comes to anything early access my recommendation is to wait until ga until general availability of the Mm -hmm. game like you you enter into early access and you purchase things for early access knowing that it's going to be imperfect and you may not have a fantastic experience playing things. And I think at the moment, to some extent that is true of pinball effects measuring that though, at the same time, it's early access. And if you want to get uh, a heads up about what the game is going to become, then you get in there and you get amongst it. Now, if on the subject of buying and investing into the game now in early access, um, I my recommendation would be to go and get all the new tables that have never been made available yeah. in the game. I would absolutely wholeheartedly recommend mm-hmm. getting Noir, getting Sky Pirates, getting the new um, Star Wars tables, begrudgingly even collectibles. collectibles. Um uh but it's you know go and get all the new original tables and to do that you, you don't have to spend a great deal of money at no. the moment to do that. No and and maybe at the same time pick up some of your favorite, like your absolute I like, cannot not have this tables, like maybe some Belly Williams tables like Attack from Mars, etc. Okay. And and that's probably where I'd stop for now. Uh and then when, you know, and it's it's a tricky one because you go, well, then I will lose the thirty-three percent discount, right? If I don't buy everything now. But that's, you know, the price you pay if you're on the fence for these things. And, you know, down the track, you will get a chance to get the tables again at a reduced price. Oh, yeah. It's guaranteed. Yeah. Like you can pretty much I would I would assume that when they release all the tables on um uh, or consoles, like the other thing. consoles there's going to be another push yep like there's going to be a, a discounted price push yep and the interesting thing is that if this cross-buy thing does come to pass you can buy them on ps5 at a reduced rate and those entitlements will just miraculously slide over into yeah. epic games yeah so if you're smart about this and you have the ability to purchase through multiple platforms you may and again, speculation. I don't. If they work this out, and you get the the ticket cross thing working, you've got a way more opportunities to get discounted games mm-hmm. through this platform, and that's potentially a win.
1: So, what I would tell people is this: if you are purely just wanting to play pinball and get on leaderboards, now's not the time. No. Because you're going to not have a good experience. It's going to leave a bad taste in your mouth. Mm -hmm. And you're not helping the development. You're merely there to play rather than further it along to get it into a state of good playing. That being said, yes, purchase the new stuff. Continue doing your leaderboard chasing on FX3, but the new stuff, purchase. Yeah. If you are... However, someone who wants to get their voice heard, wants to get their opinion about the state of the game and where you'd like to see it go, then by all means, invest in it. And not necessarily buy every single thing. No, there is again. Go with what you really do enjoy playing that you know inside and out so that you can give a better opinion on that.
0: um, Yeah, absolutely. And
1: get into that state of thing. However, for also just the general public, feel free to download the game, because right now, and I think for the foreseeable future, there's a rotation for the of two entire, free games every single day. And yeah, they, for
0: the entire early access. They, they're they're okay. doing a, new tables every day. You can play them for one-off.
1: Yeah, which means you don't have to invest anything. Yeah, Maybe pay
0: you a single cent.
1: Bug check. Two tables yeah. in any given day and consider
0: it a daily challenge
1: right and try them out and you're going to quickly see which tables work on your rig which ones don't don't yeah so that then if you invest money in any of them you're at least buying the ones that function so like for me if i knew that attack from Mars played at 60 frames even on my rig that's only six or eight gigabyte ram i'm like hey there's at least a table that if i purchase it i'm going to be happy with how it's playing right now same with Mm. jaws i'd purchase jaws because i know it's going to play good I'm not going to purchase SafeCracker at this moment because it runs like crap. Yes, you know. So, mm-hmm. so if I'm testing that with what the Daily Table is, and I have a bad experience with one, and I have a good experience with the other, I'll make a notation and be like, okay, then that one is one that I'm going to go ahead and, and plunk some money into. Yeah. Um, but I agree. It's kind of a wait if you if. If all you're going to do is be angry at it, you're going to want to wait. If you want to you help, wait. if you want to help the cause and help Zen and know that you're essentially being a beta tester um, and dialing things in, because they're going to get a ton of data out of this. Oh, they are. Um, yeah. That'll help things along. Then, by all means, jump in. But
0: can I just circle back for a moment yeah. to the whole currency thing yeah. and the, the the purchasing? So. I just made the connection then when we're talking about, you know, buying things that you like and whatever. But what flashed into my mind is that the cost of tickets is set, but the discounts applied are in the platform. So, what I, th- this is another thing that I think plays into the whole, um, you know, cross platform buying thing because the, um, the, the actual dollar value from the sale of the tickets is the set price and it's handled in-app per platform what the discounts are applied. Um, so I think they have a lot more control because in Steam, you purchase a pack on sale. Yeah. Whereas now what you're doing is you're purchasing the essentially the right to access the full version of the table at a reduced ticket cost so it's a subtle difference it still feels like you're getting a discount off the dollar value but you're not you're actually getting a discount off the ticket value yeah. that you which
1: paying. allows them to spread out the cost across every table yeah because they're getting the money and it's them getting to allocate which one needs the funding and which one doesn't more or less mm-hmm. um one last aspect yeah. before we go to touch upon jared yeah. Okay. Uh, in the pinball show where they broke down all the pricing, they mentioned mm-hmm. that, uh, the premium license like Indiana Jones are not going to be ticket. They're going to be 1499. Yep. Which means a lot of those Williams tables that, uh, have yet to be made that are fully licensed. I imagine are all going to be 1499. Yep. Um, how do you feel and, about that price? Uh, Too much?
0: I think for Indiana Jones, justified. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I will take it on advisement for some of the other ones that are coming through. I think, you know, some of the really big titles, we've seen the costs involved yep. in the Adams Family Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. Like, we know those dollar values. Uh, I think Indiana Jones was magnitudes larger than those. So the price is reflective of that. Um, I don't think that if, you know, if these more premium license tables um, come out, I don't think they're going to be at that $15.99 US mark for all of them. But having them exclusive from the ticketing system raises an interesting point if cross-buy is going to be a thing. Are those tables going to come with you platform to platform or Mm -hmm. are they licensed differently in a way that prevents them from being included in the cross-buy cross-license deal
1: i'm gonna say it's the latter
0: i think it's the latter as well i think that if you want those premium experiences you're gonna have to pick and choose what platforms you buy them on because of the extreme cost per license. Here's, here's why um, I say that. Those tables.
1: Here's why I, I think it's the latter. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my suspicions that Indiana Jones is a true loss leader for Zen. I what would we mean, back you by up loss, on that too. What we mean by loss leader, folks, is it costs them more than what they're charging you. But the intent oh, yeah. is to get you in... So then you'll buy other things that are in the store.
0: It's you'll the own. $1.99 hot dog and drink. Yes. Uh, you know, absolutely. Yes. That gets you in and that makes you buy $400 worth of televisions. Right. <laughs>
1: so, exactly. <laughs> um, part of that is that with licensing, these IP holders are getting a cut of each sale, mm. a percentage.
0: And that's the deal that struck. It's per sale of table.
1: Yes. So, if you absorb that into a ticket arena, they don't know how much of the cut of they're getting. It, 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 no, it's, it's obfusc- obfuscated. It's opaque. <sighs> obfuscated. Yeah. Anyway. Um, obfuscated, yes. Yes. Uh, so, that's why it's a clear dollar amount. Um, yeah. I have a feeling that... Certain licenses are going to be more expensive than other licenses, but it's going to be fourteen ninety nine across the board for all of them to help balance out certain licenses that are higher versus certain licenses that are lower, so that all ships that rise would to just, the same level.
0: You know, while I while I'm thinking, uh, do I feel okay paying? Well, let's say fifteen. 15- 40.99 or whatever it is in the US. It's actually more like $22 here in Australia. Yeah. Um would I want to pay $22 for the Adams family for um for T2? I'd str- I'd struggle with T2 uh, at 22 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um uh Adams family, yeah, 22 bucks for Adams family.
1: Yeah, that- I'm not going to be like, yeah, Gilgan's Island um yeah, yeah, hard no. Uh, Bugs Bunny, no. no strangely not. enough, roller games, yes. Uh, <laughs> know twenty-two
0: anyone? bucks for roller games, done right. And see, this is the thing. Like, would I actually? The, the whole question of would I not pay twenty-two dollars for Terminator Two? The fact of the matter is, I eventually probably would. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. and you know for some people that's that's going to be a hard no because that's that's a fair bit of money to lay out for one table but i i always have to relate it back to would i spend 22 dollars on that game if i had it in the arcade yeah probably and i know i've spent way more than 22 dollars on in the arcade
1: if they're spread out let's say once a quarter there takes a a sting out of it yeah if they're if they're there once a quarter there's a premium one it definitely takes a sting out of it if you're getting hit with it monthly ouch you know yeah that's
0: they're gonna see like if they were a b testing that and was doing a premium release a month they'd see some terrible sales figures right like on that so they would they would not do that it would be spaced out it might even be spaced out every every half year actually um hmm. and mixed in. With all the other releases, which you know, yeah, f- you know, I think there's going to be a lot of stuff coming through the game. I don't think you're going to be bored for choice um, over the next year as yeah. they start to release more stuff. So, you know, not having a premium table experience every quarter is not going to really hurt you that yeah. much.
1: So, no. all right, well, well we're we're going to have to wait and see. Um... We're
0: going to have to ask. May- maybe as time goes by and we see what happens when. Epic customers who also own consoles, what experience they get when they actually go over to the console, that's going to be the real telling point to see whether they've sorted out cross-buy and all the other things that we've mentioned up to now.
1: So I think the deal is here, like I said, my gut reaction said disappointed and uh, what was the other word I used? (laughs) Underwhelmed. Underwhelmed. Mm. Um I think yes. My disappointment was mainly in the ticketing system. If mm. what you're theorizing comes true, that'll change my opinion of the ticketing system. Yeah. The underwhelmed. There's plenty of time in early access to change that for me.
0: Heaps of time.
1: Heaps of time. Um and I don't think I remember... anything that I was suggesting is uh out of the realm of possibility.
0: Um, Absolutely not. I mean, so, when I was doing testing on Star Wars VR, what I was playing first up versus what we saw release the GA was yeah. just chalk and cheese. Yeah. And that was over the course of a couple of months. Yeah. And I think early access is running about the same time. So I'm expecting to see dramatic changes to the platform. I would think probably release every week yeah. is what we can expect for an update um, and With significant changes across the board every time the release comes out, so that would be my expectation. uh, uh,
1: I'm not. I may be coming across negative right now, but I'm optimistic. Um, I'm not just like. I'm still not. I'm still not sitting there going cash grab and you know, and all that stuff. I'm. I'm definitely not there. I. I I see the potential, and I hope that uh, it meets the potential. Um, I also hear the complaints, and I want Zen to shut those people up with yeah. a fantastic product. And I think that Zen can yeah. get there. I have every faith in their team that they can get there. I just want the team to want to get there.
0: I think there's no doubt that they do. That's the thing. I have no question that they're, they pro- they. probably knew going into this early access of all the problems they wanted to solve yeah. but they probably just got to the point where they ran out of time and it might seem funny to say that they ran out of time um given that the amount of time they've they've had prior to releasing stuff but yeah. again i'll we'll circle back to the comments we made um, in the show at the start it hasn't been two years of development no so you know they, they get what they get they release this iteration one they patch it um let's say every week leading up to the go live for consoles. Um, and I, based on their history, I, I have no doubt that we're going to see plenty of improvements in the game um, leading up to that point.
1: So folks, treat the early access like it is designed Just to. Just as that. It's Light early access. Like it is designed to. Um, give Zen as much feedback as you can. Constructive criticism is the... yes. Is the order of the day, not just uh, crapping all over them, but actually giving them, hey, this is what I noticed in the game. This needs to Like even for me, uh, just a just a quick thing to to point out that I noticed. Um, some of the enhanced effects still appear even when you have that off. I was playing theater yeah. of magic. Ball came out of the, the the tunnel with a cloud of smoke, and I went, hey, wait a second. I turned off enhanced effects. Um, I was playing uh, medieval madness. And you could the see dragon was you, still there. You, you you could you turn off and the catapult is gone, but a shadow of the you know chicken is still there, <laughs> waiting yeah, to right. be launched. So there's little there's little things like that that they need to you know you point it out. And you know, hey, this is there, Zen will be able to. Do that. And they
0: go, cool, let's fix it, and yeah. they yeah. just add it to the backlog. And that's what we're doing. Like early access <laughs> is a round trip communication opportunity. Yep. Like, and you know, if you I would say this as well. If you raise a request um, through their uh, in-product ticketing system, um, I, I would not expect a direct response. No. And I would I would also help them out. Please, this is coming from a software guy and, a, and someone who works in software all the day. Please make your bug titles logical and put some sort of clear indication that this is a FX ea for fx early access in the bug titles they can they can actually start filtering because there is actually no category yeah in their support system to identify what platform this relates to which i think they could probably they probably should have put a custom field in there uh into their fresh desk (laughs) installation because it would have helped them but yeah like or in always when you're doing this sort of thing put your system specs in
1: yeah every time
0: Every single time, no matter if you've raised 10 bugs, 20 bugs, 50 bugs, always put your system specs in. It should be literally have a text file. It's a template that you use and you can and paste into the report. It helps them out so much if you do that. And it's yeah?
1: important even if you don't have a system that's up to spec, at least it gives them a clue of what system, what is the true minimum. Yeah, if they're so, getting a
0: lot of systems running like uh, uh, video cards lower than you know um, a GT sixteen sixty or whatever, yeah, and they're seeing a trend of these people submitting bug reports, and well, maybe we actually performance tune down to that card. You know, this is vital well, and,
1: information and, and for them. Yeah, because Mel even said in the Discord, uh, somebody had asked him about the Switch, um, mm. and he says Switch performance, lots of optimizations needed.
0: So you can read into that saying
1: that it's it's uh, not fun to play on Switch at the moment. Well, um, nobody's playing it on Switch, but yeah. But if there, it gives you a clue of hey, they got to optimize, and maybe if those optimizations wind up working their way into your PC build also. So potentially, yeah, yeah. Um. So folks, look, this is the longest show we've ever done.
0: Uh- <laughs> oh, I don't know, Chris. <laughs> do. We've done some long shows no, in the past. We've never, we've never gone this up long. there.
1: Um. If there's anything you guys uh, want us to raise, because we do have a connection, you know, direct line to quite a few of the uh, Zen people, um, and you want to, if there's anything you want to raise to us, fire off that email, blah, blah, blockade at gmail.com, or hit us mm. up on Twitter, um, drop us a message. Um, that way we can kind of collect uh, some of your thoughts or concerns or wants. I think that's the big one wants that you want to mm. see come into this so that when we eventually get mel on and yeah we'll have mel on again don't worry um mm-hmm. we can bring those things up directly to him if we have them early enough um sometimes we're able to because mel doesn't necessarily always know the text the the tech yeah. aspects that of questions um we can submit those We you give him questions with notice yeah. yeah, And that way he can ask the appropriate people and come back to us with uh, an actually informed With a succinct response. answer about the problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, so feel free to do that uh, with us also. Include us in your uh, kind of comments and, and stuff. Um, yep. We're going to be paying attention to this closely and seeing what changes uh, through this. Uh, I'm even keeping notes of what build we're on just so I know when things change build-wise so that I can yeah. go, okay, what's changed this time? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll keep you informed as much as possible, uh, that aspect. Particularly
0: for those folks who, you know, aren't on PC and want yeah. to see the development of this. Essentially, I mean, obviously people who are on PC and have access to Epic, this is not going to be news to you. No. But th- there's people out there that don't have early access. And hopefully what we're showing you and what will prove to be law as time goes on is that through these episodes you're going to see how Zen iterates and improves and does this sort of stuff so yep. it's going to be it's going to be hopefully on an on record sort of thing about how the platform evolves in these early stages yep. I think all so. right
1: that's going to do it for us hmm. well, I'm sure sh- yep. I'm sure there's a ton of stuff that we thought that we were going to talk about today Jared and we skipped and we'll save that stuff for next time Uh, Oh, yeah. Because Jared always loves to talk about
0: stuff and things. It's our favorite. Till next time, folks. Bye bye. See you later.